Uh, thank you, Jamie and Lisa, for having us. Um, when this church was planted, I think, I forget, maybe so people came, and including our two children came here, and we said goodbye to them, broke our hearts. So we've, we've watched your journey with your highs and your lows, um, uh, at times from afar, at times a bit closer. I'm in little August in uh, Costa Mesa. They came all the way from San Diego up to Costa Mesa to spend the morning with us. We bought them some donuts. Uh, but um, I just want to say that they're well and happy. Uh, and and uh, so the first time to Glenridge Church, I may have visited them at the Albany Hotel. I came and the guy leading worship uh, walked and they moved all the chairs. And I thought, these guys are crazy, man. And so all the chairs were moved and so everyone was standing awkwardly and everyone began to hug the wall as you do. Uh, Mali Duplessis was, was our opposition walked up to me and he said, it's so good to see you here. It's in my heart, you know. He say that? And that was the beginning of the journey to join Glenridge. Of course, I did uh, pursue Cutty, who was here. And, uh, but God will advance, amen? Will advance through us. It will advance through ordinary people, uh, obscure people, probably the people that you and I wouldn't pick. It will advance and, uh, and, and getting us back on, the, on where we should be. So... I could wax lyrical um, uh, that um, my series, what do you call the rebuilding series? And uh, man, I do that. And um, I preached through Haggai about to go, or the, uh, I did two series on Haggai. We've preached through Nehemiah. But um, let, me, let me have a go. And uh, I trust that God will move your hearts today. I trust that God would be you in some way. And so, me, how does old ancient story that's dim and distant, trying to read up what happened when, it's quite like, you know, they've got these two books on that side of the Old Testament and the two prophetic books that link it to the other side of the Old Testament. You know? But um, God gave his covenant, and so I'm speaking specifically this morning about you're going to get to know the story and take it from a slightly different angle, a more prophetic angle. So God gives his covenant uh, to Israel, his decrees, his statutes. You had the, the, the moral law, you had the ceremonial law, and you had the civic law. He told them how to live. When they came out of Egypt, he said, guys, this is how you live. Similarly, he's given us the church, his word. The, the, the gospels have come. We've got the epistles. We've got the revelation, the apocalypse. And uh, we know how to live. We know that um, if somebody slaps, you've got to turn the other cheek, you know, but punch them back, you know. <laughs> it's, and so we've got all these laws. Israel had them. But then they, they, it does, as I try and understand the prophetic, she knows she needs to serve. She needs to go on a mission. But then what happens is sometimes when we drift, the prophets will speak. If the prophets are quiet, praise God, amen? He's been doing something right. If the prophets are like bleating and crying, it often is a call to perhaps adjust back to the covenants, the precepts, the, what we're meant to do. The prophetic also gives you direction. The prophetic can, can open a door for you. The prophetic can encourage you, okay? So it's a massive subject we're still learning about and we often get wrong. And so what I'll attempt to do this morning is just speak to you a little prophetically, if I can. So um, you have this amazing text, Ezra chapter 6, verse 14, prosper. The, the NIV says the preaching, the ESV says the prophet to you, the prophesying is probably better, the prophesying of Haggai the prophet and Zechariah. So when you read Ezra and Nehemiah, the idea is to read it, but then you think, hold on, what did the prophet say? Then you've got to turn to the other side of the Bible and go and read the job to do it. Who's going to put it all together in a moment? If that's possible, I don't know. Burning word or the to him, remember? Back four times. And so the prophets get into our hearts sometimes and can 
maybe crack something open for you or speak to you in some way. And so I know that the building started about two years after Cyrus, um, God had moved his heart. Um, and from my notes here, built for about six years. And then from 1530 BC to 1520, the building stops um, and it ceases. And, um, then the prophets began to prophesy. And uh, so you had this, you've got this peace. So there's this amazing moment. The exiles come back. They've been sinning and they call back. Every business is going to have opposition. It's the nature of things, okay? Your nation will have opposition. Uh, your child will get bullied at school. There's opposition, and then what we need is we need the word to come to us and say, you, 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 people begin to pray for you. And the discussion among some guys, nah, it's not time to rebuild the house of the Lord. There's too much opposition. I remember when we built the, 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 the building at Glenwood, at Glenridge. So you remember this, the, you know, the station building? A group of guys got together and had coffee together. I can tell you the restaurant where they met. All the people, how many people, what the income was. We, I think we needed 10 million and the, them. I mean, the, the, we tell the story fondly and with a measure of embarrassment. I wasn't one of them. And they said, well, we can't give because if we do the sums, it's impossible for that church to put up a building of 10 million rand in 1998 on the station. Of course they did. And then at the end, they all brought their money. <laughs> But it was too late, you know. So at the end of the building fund, we had all this money. It will happen. But we'll build his church, okay? Prophets began to speak, uh, begin to speak, and you can go and read it. And um, God says, I want you to build my house. I want you to build my church. Ah, you can go and read it. So that things that happened this morning is as you worship God, he was honored. California, it's chaotic. Chaotic there. They, they don't know whether they're, they're, they're male or female. It's chaotic. It's It's chaotic. The swearing, the cussing, the middle finger, it's crazy. Like, what's, what's it with you? Everybody in the church here, right here in Glenwood with the grasshoppers to lift up their hands and say, we will praise our God. We will worship our God because God, the moment you do that, changes the atmosphere so that I may take pleasure and I want you to honor me. My house remains in ruins, but you're living in paneled houses. I'm guilty of that. At times, I've not wanted to go to church. Beautiful house. I was preparing yesterday in our dining room, which I sell them do, which looks out into our garden. Cutty's made a beautiful garden, the green. And I just said, God is. You say, mm, my paneled house, my house. Begin to say, the church could be. There was no opposition to them building their own houses, but there was a lot of opposition to building God's house. Amen. What are you going to do? He's going to say, build your house. Nick, hide, bro. You're 63. He says, oh, Nick, go and build my house. Hide. It's a lot of traffic, Lord. Go. It's a bit difficult. How do you do a corporate prayer meeting? I want you to go and pray. I want you to, to be a part of it. I want, to take, I want to be honored in my house. I want to take pleasure in the building of my house. And so, um, doing, amen? Yeah. The reason to stop building was a decree. Artaxerxes, and they were compelled by force to stop the building. Wonderful excuse. I don't have to go to church anymore. I like uh, sitting with Kati in the bed having a croissant and we, and uh, having a little sermon, going for a paddle. It's church, man. Faithful in church sometimes. Huh? He said, I have a problem with Christ. He said, no, no, I'm serious. Was, and he actually, thank you for your honesty. Thanks God's people. People, Indian people, pretty crazy people. That, the dreams that think you come from. Do crazy things. He's honest. God says, I want you among my people. Held to stop. To the couple. They said, our church is D. I said, oh, shame. Oh, I didn't say shame. I thought, oh. She said, no, It's dead. Before my neighbor goes to another church, he said, our church is dead. 
No, there are only old people there. We're all old and we're all going to die soon. Somebody opened the breach. Jesus left paradise, the middle of the mess, amen? Ezra chapter 5, verse 1, Haggai and Zechariah prophesied to the Jews in Judah and Jerusalem in the name of the Lord, of the God of Israel, who was over them. And so what prophets do is they begin to speak the word of God. Prophets are difficult people. Prophets are not cultural people. They're not trying to keep everybody happy. Prophets hear the word of the Lord, and they begin to speak. When a prophet comes to me and speaks to me, it clears out my rubbish, Amen. It's not all the cobwebs and all the wrong thinking because prophets go up to the mountain, they come down glowing, and they speak the word of the Lord. Amen. And so let the prophets declare that God will build his church. Amen. Right here in Harbor City in Durban. Verse 2, and I mean it's hard to follow because I'm jumping all over the place this morning, but maybe just hear what I'm saying. Babel and Joshua set to work to rebuild the house of the Lord. The prophets begin to speak. I remember when Bloom and uh, the front and a man called Dudley Daniel walked up to us and said, I just sold the business. And he said, walked up to us and he said, keep yourselves free. Do not go back. He said, don't go back. We just sold the business. He said, do not clutter yourselves. Keep yourselves free. That was a prophetic word that God was about to. We were watching uh, Cutty Selected, unbelievably talented um, devoted athletes riding these insane tours, 250 kilometers up mountains, through the rain, falling, just like beaten, uh, you know, on extreme diets, bodies as lean as anything. And you've got this guy sitting in a car, he's saying like, uh, using horrible language, you know, um, you know, why are you slacking? You're better than this. Um, the guys are coming behind you. That's the prophet. And you see the one guy, he's cycling, in the, and the one guy just says, ah! and read everything. Oh, the Lord was with me. I said to you, I called you. Give me half-heartedly, give me everything you have or give me nothing. That's what I felt, maybe even standing against that wall. And that was before that. They said, so Ezra chapter 6, verse 14b, they finished the building um, of the temple according to the command of God of Israel and the, and the decrees of Cyrus, Darius, and Artaxerxes, and, uh, and they began to celebrate. So, guys, uh, we've come from a church, we've about 43 years old. How old are we, Francois? Things we've had. We've had worship that sometimes the ceiling lifts, sometimes it's like, sometimes yogurt. Thank you. What do we need to do? We keep popping that. Worship sometimes, I wish, you know. San Diego, that's the cool place. <laughs> like a beautiful mist. I haven't heard. So, same, Cavisham Road for 20, Zechariah chapter 3. Do you know, we are, there's a messianic story happening for 2,000 years. Keep going, church. What you're doing is you were continue, continuing the story that started with Abraham, I know that. Even with Jesus, the last 2,000 years, Jesus spoke to his disciples and he showed Paul, we just keep on going on. We've just been to Costa Mesa. Chris Finant was leading this church, busy guy with a Alice band in his hair, who was preaching here, has just planted a church in Costa Mesa, but it doesn't work. There's no way that this guy is like this. For 2,000 years, the church will continue. Don't care in Pantown, in Durban, in Costa Mesa. And, uh, what, what, what are some of the highlights from the book of Haggai? You know, so you see the story of these exiles coming back. You see them begin to build saying, well, what did they say? What did they say to encourage these guys? I just picked out some things. He says, um, there's your home and my home. Important. Beautiful homes, you go and visit. Seeking the king, extraordinary love for her. What is that? God that comes to me. How have you done it? I said, I'd be a spirit of faith. Maybe a spirit of tenacity through you. He says, you've planted 
much, but you've harvested little. But my, wow, my house is in ruins. But there's holes in them. Five times, he says, give careful thought to your ways. Caught up in things, guys. Give careful thought to your, five times. Give careful thought to your ways. To you. Strong, don't be, don't be discouraged. Like nothing. You know, going to VFC at the time from Glenridge. Glenridge was pumping church. I went to VFC and I used to lament and I used to, that we had a Glenridge for VFC. And to the Lord say, the, former, the latter house will be greater than the glory of the former house. That actually there is a greater glory coming, amen? Do you believe that? Do you believe that, Jamie and Lisa? Believe there's a, you've covered it. And who was weeping and who was rejoicing? Rejoice even at 10 people gathering, amen? Because God is at work. I'm with you, be strong. The silver is mine, the gold is mine. Don't hassle about money. I will bless you. Is there any seed left in the barn? What does that mean? Oh my word. Preach it, amen? <laughs> it's hard, too hard. Zerubbabel, I'll make you like my signet ring. You know what that means? With my seal of approval. Think about that. Young with families. You know what I would do? I would say, God, give me your signet ring, please. I humble myself. Spirit in me. Knock the pride out of me, God. Give me a marriage. A seal of approval. We'll return to you. Brothers and sisters, our lives are a series of surrenders. I keep on saying, okay, Lord, I'm back. I'm hurt, discouraged. Why did you reset the church? God just reset all the churches with COVID. You know, sometimes a computer gets slow and doesn't work, and you just say, reset this thing. And the pastors didn't recover. I'm doing an Aussie thing. So you can read all these prophetic things. Day, in a moment, he owns. In a day, he's been living badly. And the exiles, or the, those that stayed, they were also living badly. They did bad things. And I've clean clothes upon. I'm doing, first while I've been traveling and just find another two foot. Even God, this guy. Let's see this guy here. He's like, he's, what are you doing with him, David? And so, so he says, no, but uh, uh, he must not defy the armies of God, this man. Saul, the king shaking, and Saul puts his armor on David, and David walks around. He says, no, this doesn't fit. So he takes it off, shepherd's staff, and his little sling, and he goes down to the river, and he bends down, and he selects five smooth stones, and he puts them in his your five stones to do battle with. What are the things that God has given you, sir? Anything are you good? Are you? Certain things. He said to me, Nick, I want you to know, forget that, son. What are some of the, what, what stones did David pick? pick up the, no, no, shush, I'm just 10, you could have 20. I've just been with that metaphor, if you will. Ask God to give me some stones. More after COVID than before. Can I tell you why? Like leadership. Prayer does, prayer weakens the declaration of human weakness, dependence on God. You know, when you pray, nobody listening. Prayer is a weird thing, because you think, sometimes I hear Kati praying, I'm saying on the phone. Nobody in the room, it's, prayer can be weird, Amen. Move the heart of Persia, Cyrus, heart of a king. Move the heart of Cyrus, king of Persia. Ezra chapter one, verse two. He's speaking. The Lord, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he has appointed me to build the temple from Jerusalem and Judah. Any one of his people among him, may his God be with them. This is a Persian king speaking to the people of God. Israel. He didn't say, rebuke me, but just, don't just go to church. Chris, uh, do. He says, I'll come back to you. House, Nick. story house. Host people. Word. Did we host people? Crazy people. I used to think, what's wrong with these people? We used to then, then Chris discovered that actually Cutty had a hosting gift. So he began to just like have meals at our house. With Chris, he used our house for Meryl's 30th, I hope you're listening, Chris, 30th birthday. 
All our furniture was taken out, and he had this big party. He said, good, I'm going to offend you some more. You see, he is the rock of offense because he was obviously visited when Israel gathers. He loves it when his people gather. For years, I watched this church, Mauritius, for a church. The, the, the lady came from Mauritius. She came to visit us. She came to VFC at the time, and, and, and guys prophesied over her, this lady that went to Mauritius. These ladies that would keep crying out, crying out for a church, gathered, they began to worship, and they went to find a place. And in the place, they began to worship. And in the place, a psalmist arrived. His name was Roger. Began to play. And there, and there was no elder, there was no deacon. But as I walked in there, it's a church. I think there's a lamb stand there. And he said, no, if there's no elders and deacons, it can't be a church. But every time I walked there, there was something burning. Has God stirred your heart? Stirred. I would love God. You know, when your heart is stirred, your heart's been stirred for that person. Is your heart stirred for Jesus? He said, that church is dead. He said, how do you keep going, bro? Do you, all your sermons, how do you, how do you, he said, no, I don't preach old sermons. I only preach new sermons. He said, what? Just take the old ones, bro. I said, no, my heart's, my heart's burning, man. It's not my heart. It's that, let God stir your heart. Their hearts began to happen, wind and fire. You know what Pentecost is? Of a violent wind filled. You want to you win, then you want to light the, the, the field, don't you? What happens? And then blow with your heart. The person who's got a was wind and fire, which means in California you have these fires. Fire, it's just you can put it out. You just go up there. The wind, you've got a big one pinch. And then he says, fire came on their heads. Cloves of fire. out, And the gospel went. So God wants to, wants to stir means. We have a lady that joined the church. I think she's England. Stir, sir? So she's been part of the church, I think it is. Walk into the church weekday, and, she, and she's ahead of me. She walks through the doors, and she's in our foyer, and I'm still walking through the doors. She turns around, sees me, literally comes running to greet me. I thought, hug me. And she's lady, coming to me. She's new to the church. Aren't you lady that actually stirred? I went to look it up and all the things could, it means dispute. I'm weak. Sometimes I'm confused. Sometimes I get angry. Sometimes I want to buff somebody. Sometimes I, I just, I want to run in my, stir my heart. Number two. So number one, stir your heart. The Holy Spirit does. I need you to stir me. I need you to disturb me. I need you to, to set me ablaze. So number two, huge thing about it. I want to encourage you. Our lives changed, Katya and I. We were more cool. Both had our own businesses, Johannesburg. I felt God say, get into the church. In the very middle, I want you in the middle of the church. I don't want you on the, on the perimeters. Nucleus is the thing that activity and the growth. With a nucleus gathered around himself, get into the middle together. It's like a good bomb. You come together, you put dynamite, and then you light it. And it changed the world. You, Katya and I were talking about people that we've walked with in funny Glenridge and I think at VFC. She said, these are legends. Nobody. They were, and this one, you mean legends? Well, they're just, man, nations. The frontline guys, I'm talking about all of them. People. Amen? Sure of what God is doing. It's the only place to be. So you want to at least be one of the three. Or twelve. Okay, I didn't be, make it in one of the 12. You didn't select me to come one of the 72. That I didn't make. For some reason, I wasn't part of the 72. But I'm one of the 120. Or 5,000. Jesus, sort out our needs. Broken. Once you fix me, then I leave. Also leave. And they said, no, we've got nowhere to go. To the middle of the two thieves on the cross. What a thought. I'm putting them apart. In the middle of two, I came into the middle of my mess. This doesn't run away from your mess. Marriage that's going 
the Bible. Look at David's mighty men. You be one of David's mighty men. Yes. Be the family, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus that hosted Jesus. Be Zacchaeus, the guy that's at the house today. Oh, it's a bit of a mess. There's like, we didn't make our bed and the clothes are everywhere and we haven't washed the dishes for three weeks. To your house. We'll go on. Define your role. He will define your role and pay your role as you get into the middle. They joined our church 20 years ago. That's what? Into the middle. Thank you. Into the place to be. Dangerous. Of course it is. Get hurt. Yes, you can. Amen. <laughs> that. That came up to me in America now. Got marriage. Man, I mean, a that guy. What he says, thank you for your marriage. Half an hour in a busy, crowded room. I want to thank you. Foot in, one foot out. I saw such a grace upon him. Point number third, third stone. Make Jesus the center of your life. Not mission. Jesus, marriage, business, and your relationships, amen? Make Jesus the center. Make him first love. Tragedies of Israel, husband, second love. Phone, chat, the things that make you um, with the story. The grace that comes, incredible. I've got so much on that, I don't have time. Cheeky, please forgive me. Just speak for two minutes. And wash the feet of his disciples. This man who is the lion of the tribe of Judah, the creator of the universe, who displays the splendor of God's glory, held him. Somebody comes to you, I'm sorry to use graphic, either lights, white lights or red light. <laughs> Jesus who, Judas, can, you, can I have 10 minutes? I'm gonna do a Jesus preach with you. I'm gonna practice about the lover of God. You, if I stop talking about Kati, you must come to love her like, love your genie. He's a very important, he is the of ages. He is the, he's speaking very specifically now. At Grace, Harbor City, you need to humble yourselves. Made up of the lampstand of a church, you know, the burning fire of the church. What is that? That's you burning. God puts all the logs together and then becomes a big fire. Wants to place upon that person. Grace upon that church. Proud. He resists the proud. In the greatest battle, chatting the car, driving down. Gracious, they're a gentle family. We are a family. Proud. He walking, he stands in your way. Resist the proud. The humble. Humble means, it means soil. Pull yourself and be you. Grace is growth. His grace is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. His grace is salvation. That actually people are getting saved. People in this church are getting saved. Cries throughout the part of a revival where we just see hundreds. My grandmother, who came into the church, born again, she was saved. Ministry gifts, post prophets, be completely humble. The, the prerequisite for the Ephesians 4 gift is be completely humble, which means there must be nothing else in that tank. If he's completely he's humble, and then you receive, you have to be this leader, you have to be leader, shoulders leader. Great. So, amen. Jesus humbled himself. Policy with grasp, Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, something to be grasped. I have to grasp at my status, who being God or having the nature of God, but he is mind, brothers my grace. And, and you need to fun, isn't it? Sorry. Lies. Got older, I thought, oh Lord, churches, people, what to do? So actually, Lord, God humble you. Jude chapter 8, verse 2, the desert, 40 years to humble you. Okay. Expects us to humble ourselves. Humble yourself before the Lord, and he will lift you up. He won't resist you. God, Psalm 25, verse 9. You know, you know, Michael Eaton came to this country. You know what? I believe that more and more. If God is moving, like, G, like Jesus said, don't go and tell everybody. Just keep what God did with Glenridge those years ago. No one knew. Bigger churches thought, oh, they're dangerous. But God did something there. So what is it? Um, 
He guides the humble in what is right, which he'll give you the right leaders. He will give you the right emphasis, destroy you the enemy. He will show you in what direction to go. Psalm 149 verse 4, I'm coming to land. Crowns the humble with salvation. God wants to through this church. means that is going to give you some midwives. You know those birth people give you midwives for ministries. He's going, to, he's going to birth things. Do you know that there's, right now in Red Point, there's ministries that I don't even know that they're happening. I mean, that, that was a no-no in, in, in the day, but actually, the church is in Lesotho, go on and on. But it's quiet. I actually had a sermon. I was paddling by myself out, about cough. God, I said, Lord, is this for me? Bless you, son. Me, you want to bless me? God. I get too close and there's a cough. And where's Kati? Paddles around. It's the middle of your church. Get into the middle. It's the middle of Husbands, married. If this, okay, stop, stop, stop. Sit, everybody sit. If this message, word, has, has touched your heart, just, just stand, please. If you, if you want to respond in, a, in a, some, some way, God is something, something. Jesus, this hand, please. I need you to guide me. Commission me as a midwife. See people saved. See ministries started. Healing ministries. Put it in your hand. I don't want to be paces behind. Resistances. Take it away, God. Show me the future, Lord. Give me a glimpse of things to come. I want to bring you glory in your house. I want you to be honored in your house. Spirit, pour out your spirit upon this church. This redeeming church. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Just over 20 years ago, one of the things that we prayed was actually from Zechariah. We'd pray this often. Pray this prayer that in Zechariah it says, when God moves uh, on the city and he rebuilds the city, it says 10 Gentiles will take hold of one Jew's garments and say, reminder of that, Nick, as, as you were in the house, uh, as I was sitting there, I was saying, Lord, be able to show people the magnificence of Christ, redemption, salvation, the city. That uh, do this alone. This, thank you so great to have you guys here. Um, guys, have a really good Sunday. Carry on our Rebuilders series next week. We're finishing our reading plan this week. God bless.